Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is July 15th, 2015. I am podcasting from sunny Las Vegas. Uh, I apologize for not getting to you sooner with the podcast. The summers are always my busiest time of year, like that kind of busy that I forget how crazy it is. And the reason why I vacation um, in the wintertime and all the other times of the year, because the summers are spent working for me. Um, I'm going to answer five questions that you guys have asked me from my uh, my website, mytaughtyou.com. There's a tab on there that says, ask me anything. There is a limit on the character, so please be respectful of that. Um, and so the long-winded questions don't always work, but if you can get it down to a couple sentences, uh, I can really um, take a look at those. And a lot of times I answer them. So if you go on the website now, I have some recent answers up. Um, I picked five questions today because I felt like for the sake of time, that would allow me to kind of expound on them a little bit um, and still stick with what I've got to do because I've got to get out of here. I have a flight today back home finally. Um, But the general stuff, mytaughtyou.com, we do have the journals that are on there. For those of you that are not familiar with the journals, um, they have about 10 or 12 pages of just like my journaling method, answer a couple of questions, um, why I use this method and why I feel like the method works. Um, and if you ever have any questions, you can always tweet me or ask me on the site. Um, but without further ado, I am going to get into the questions. Wait, I'm also going to do a little plug because as you guys know, I don't take any advertising for these podcasts, all free, all out of pocket, but we at Curlbox are raising money for St. Jude um, once again this year, and we have a goal of $25,000. Last year, we raised $18,000, and it was really awesome. Um, but now we've got to raise $25,000. If you have not had a chance to experience St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and you ever get a chance to visit the Memphis area, please do check it out. I spent the day there and I was just really moved with the work that is done at that hospital for families, um, for children. I spent time with children with cancer. Um, they were so vibrant, so awesome and kind of just reminded me that like whatever's going on in your life is the approach is, is in your attitude. So I met with a young girl who had like maybe 70 more weeks of chemo to go and her attitude was just so on point. And she was like, she wasn't even worried. She was like, you know what, when I leave, I'm leaving here with a red carpet and a limo. And I was like, I heard that. So if you're interested in donating, um, it's fundraising.stjude.org backslash curlbox. There are teams that you can join to walk with us all over the U.S. If you just want to donate and help us reach our goal, I would really appreciate it. Okay, I am going to get into the questions. Um, Number one, hi, Mylik. Hello, dear. What advice do you have for someone who strongly dislikes their job and has been searching for a new job but has had no luck? I'm getting stressed. I can understand. That is very stressful. Um... The job search can be really tough at times, and I think that you have to start to get really creative with it. I feel like I don't know how people apply for jobs. I haven't applied for a job probably in about maybe six years. So, But back when I was doing that, um, I would get really creative. And so I started off by making a list of companies that I wanted to work for. So my guess is you're probably looking at people who are hiring, like going on the job boards and all that. I don't really care for that approach. My approach is write out a list of the places that you want to work in town or, you know, they don't even have to be in town. Write out this really, I call it like wish list of jobs. 
go on their website and look on their site and see if they're hiring. Do like a whole, if they're not hiring, I would just do as much research as I possibly could and find out if you can find any contacts there and submit your resume. Um, another thing that you can sometimes do is like, I sometimes, this is my secret, I will go, if I, there's a company I want to work for, I'll do a search for a press release. I'll do a search for a press release that the company has put out, and that typically has a phone number or an email address. And from there, you could get the phone number off the press release to the company if it's not published online, and call them. Call and find out who the hiring manager is. Call and find out if they're hiring for anything. And if they are, you can get it that way. Um, but if there's something that you really want or you you want to assist someone or you just want your foot in the door um when i was working my first job out of college i talked to one of the owners of the agency that i worked at my first full-time job and he said that a lot of times he ha he would get some really um creative resumes like someone had a pizza box delivered to the office and inside was their resume you know and so you kind of like force people to take notice when you get creative. And so that's just a small thing that you can do. Um, one of my favorite books for job hunting is called The College Grad Job Hunter, where whether you're a college grad or not, whether you work for a long time or, or a short bit, I say check out that book because it has a lot of creative tips in there as well. And so um, instead of getting stressed, get creative, okay? So there is another job out there. You don't have to stay at the job that you don't like, but you are going to have to get creative on your search, okay? Hope that helps. And I'm drinking my coffee this morning. Um, next up, number two. Uh, I started a business side hustle, and I love talking about it with friends and family, but they only care about how much I'm making and asking the numbers. I don't make a lot, but even if I did, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. I feel like I can't even talk about my business anymore. Well, you know, listen, I used to get uncomfortable when people asked me about money also. And, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm learning over time that, I guess it's just the way that people want to measure how successful you are, you know? So it's like, let me see if what she's doing is really, is it yielding anything? And so you have to always remember that you don't have to be responsible for other people. You just don't. And if you don't want to answer them, you don't have to. Um, you know, sometimes people always ask me, sometimes my mom, she's the, my mom will ask how much everything costs. I mean, I can pull some chapstick out of my purse and she's like well how much was that and it's just like oh my god you know my wallet my purse and I think some people just are trying to assess where you are in life and um so I've learned to get that over time and when I don't want to answer sometimes you know like my mom's like how much is that and I'm like it was a lot you know and that's it or you know I made I made a lot or I made you know I made enough or you know, I made a good amount of money. If you don't want to answer, don't answer. You don't really have to. Um, so that's all you have to do. Talk about your business if you if you want to, but you can't control the reactions. You know, that's what I had to understand. You can't control how the dialogue. So just, uh, and if you don't feel comfortable, you can just say that. You're like, you know, I'm still new and I really just don't feel comfortable talking about this right now. But when I get to a point that I do, I will be sure to let you know. It's easy breezy. Number three, my leak. <laughs> this is okay. 
You recently mentioned that you started dating someone new. I always admire women who are able to leave one relationship and start dating right away. It takes me a bit longer to meet someone new. What advice would you give to women just getting out of a relationship on bouncing back quickly? Well, it has taken me quite a bit of time to learn this, but I will share with you what I have learned to date about relationships. And for those of you who haven't listened to all of my podcasts, in a couple of them I have mentioned about, I've mentioned the fact that one of the many reasons that I started going to psychotherapy was that I felt like I had to learn how to date better. Um, I know it sounds silly, but I kept saying to myself, there's no way that I can be good at so many things and suck at dating the way that I did, you know, like, how am I so good um, professionally and just, you know, good creatively and, you know, being able to execute all these things. And then when it comes to dating, I just could not get it together. So um, I got some help with that and it takes years to kind of like undo some like mental emotional stuff which I was able to do but I feel really confident about the space that I'm in now when it comes to dating and I have learned not to um I have learned not to absorb the demise of relationships meaning I now date with a sort of um kind of like, I wouldn't say a list, but I do have a clear, I've got some clear objectives, right? I know the kind of dating that I'm willing to do. So as you're doing this, or if you're in a relationship or if you're seeing someone, it's like, do are you looking for something serious? If you are looking for something serious, you need to say that. You do not need to get tangled up with someone who is not because Someone says they're not, you know, in your heart that you are. And I guess somewhere in life, it got uncool for people to like be open and honest about what they're looking for. So a lot of people are just like, well, I really like him or her. They're really cute or they've got dope jobs or you want to be associated with this person. So like, let me get together with them and see if I can like make them be something else. And it's like, that's, that's like, Rule number one, wrong place to start. And so when you know what you're looking for, um, and then you, you, then you go over, you know, like what your deal breakers are. I have about four or five of them, like things that are important to me, things that I now know for a fact, for a, for F-A-C-T that I need. So I'm clear about what I want. And in the event that you date someone, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time to figure this out because, you know, you. my dad always says everybody has their representative in the first couple months. So after the representative goes away and you start getting into the nitty gritty of the relationship or maybe a couple of years into the relationship, you realize this is not what you want, you know, and you have a right to change your mind. I always say that, like, just because you said you wanted something, you have a right to change your mind. Just be open and honest about that if you have. But once you have all that decided and you realize that this person isn't in line with your objectives or you're not in line with theirs then it's just over and I stopped attacking my person or my personality or my I stopped I stopped trying to like highlight my flaws as the reason why things didn't work out I stopped taking responsibility for the relationship's not working. It's just like, I kind of just started to look at them in a very 
kind of sort of matter of fact way. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what makes me happy. I'm not happy. This is not what I'm looking for. So I'm going to move on. And it's really that simple. Um, and so that doesn't mean that I don't go through the normal, natural hurt, you know, feelings of hurt when things end. I do, you know, but I just have stopped absorbing the, I've stopped absorb, absorbing the end. I've stopped making, I've stopped blaming myself or whatever. So it's kind of like, it just didn't work out, you know, period. That's kind of it. It didn't work out. Um, and then moving on, it's just, you have to move on right away. You know, like, I don't know, this is probably, like I said all the time, my advice is just my advice. Um, it probably won't work for others, but you ask me. So what I do, I think is you just have to move on right away because it kind of like, you don't want to sit around sulking, you know, you don't want to sit around sulking if you really are, if your objective was that you're looking for a serious relationship, you were looking for one, you didn't find one with this person. So we need to get back in the game and keep looking. Or if you really are just looking for a dinner partner or whatever, um, you don't have, it's not about, you're not getting married to these people or whatever, you know, you're just, it's to me, it's like, you've got to stay healthy in the exercise of dating. Same thing with anything else. You know, if you messed up at work, you just don't stop going to work forever because you messed up. You go back to work, you ease back into it. Same thing with like if you, an injury at the gym, you're just not going to, you, you may start walking, you know, so maybe you just meet a couple people for coffee or you start, you do lunch. But I say that you have to just like get back in the game. So that's my advice. And eventually, like what I have found when you get back in the game, it's like you end up meeting you, you become clearer and clearer and clearer about what it is that you want and what you're looking for. So usually the next person is, is, is even better. It's like an even better fit, you know, sometimes, I don't know. All right. Next question. Number four, we've got two more. Hi, my league. How do I show initiative around the office, but have the chance to move up in the company? I feel like my eagerness gets me stuck with all the grunt low level work and everyone else gets the good stuff. Um, you know, this is a tough one because it's like, if you are new, uh, you are probably going to have to start off doing some of the grunt low level work. You know, it's like you get, you work your way, you pay your dues to the good stuff, you know, and don't think the good stuff has some grunt associated with it. Also, trust me, there is really no fabulous position at work. Like it's just not, you know, even my job. Okay. Yes. I'm traveling. I'm in Vegas, but I'm tired as hell. Okay. Like I went from Atlanta to Virginia to speak back to Atlanta for like 30 minutes and then flew to Vegas, got here at like 10 o'clock at night, had to turn around and be at a coffee meeting the next morning. And it's like, yeah, sure. It looks cute, but it's hard. Um, so just know that even if somebody sprinkles some glitter on the next level of work or the things that you think are the good stuff, it still has, it's still hard. It's still tough. Um, and by, Showing that you will not complain about doing the grunt and low level work is how you show people that you can do anything. So that is really the way you are proving yourself right now. And when you show up early and on time to do this grunt level work, and when you do it like you're getting paid a million dollars, you will eventually be paid a million dollars. Trust me when I tell you this, nobody started at the top. We all started at the bottom. I did grunt 
low level work. Okay. I got lunch. I answered phones. I filed. I did all the stuff that was considered low level, but I did it with a smile and I did it flawlessly and I did it like I loved it. I did it with a smile. That's what gets you promoted to the good stuff. Okay. So just have that positive attitude about it because that's what it is. That's your latitude, your attitude about doing these things or what's going to get you pumped up. Don't sweat it. They're not going to keep you there forever. Trust me. Final question. My leak, you have been a mentor to so many. You have given advice to thousands. Who do you turn to for advice? Do you have a mentor or accountability partners? If so, what was your relationship with them before your roles to each other were developed? This was a fantastic question, by the way, and thank you. Um, <clears throat> um, for advice, I have a couple people in my life that I turn to. You know, it's like I have turned to my parents for a while. Uh, my dad's always good. Like my dad helped me keep my head in the game for a long time, like helped me to not be so emotional about things and really be clear and concise about what I was doing. Um, you know, removing my uh, feelings from a lot of stuff, you know, but in my life now I have so many different friends um, and different people that I can reach out to um, for quick questions. And I mean, these people are people I've been friends with for several years. There are people in the industry. Like I am so fortunate to have uh, to have relationships with a lot of heavy hitters in the industry. So you'd be surprised at some of the people that I can call um, and ask them questions. And they're always there for me. And that part is really nice. And I think that like you kind of earn that. Just like how I like pick up mentors, people who are doing, people will notice you doing great work. So I have been noticed doing great work by some of the industries and some, I would even say some of the world's top CEOs. So they have noticed the work that I'm doing. So I can call them or text them or whatever, um, and reach out and get some, some stuff, uh, accountability partners, my accountability partners. Um, I have a couple friends that like, we're always just making sure that we're advancing, you know, um, for me, uh, I'm always on the move. Like I'm always trying to like do more. And so I, I hold myself accountable quite a bit. Um, and then when it's some of the stuff that I struggle with, like, you know, the, the, the HR, the people part of the business, I usually have Diana who works with me to like, okay, if I complain about this one more time, like force me to do something. Um, and the same goes for have a couple people that, that do that. Um, but, um, I think, people just found me working, you know, and that's why I always tell people, if you want some mentors or people you can talk to, get out here and do some badass work and, and they're going to reach out to you. Like I've had some really cool people reach out to me. Um, and it just blows my mind. Like, wow, really? Like they'll reach out to someone and ask to be connected with me and just sit down and have lunch. And they just kind of want to, know me. Um, and so that's, that's how that works. But, um, I'm very lucky. I have a lot of people that are out here that are helping me, that are supporting me, um, that are mentoring me, guiding me. Um, and for that, I'm forever grateful. So I am so glad that I got to check in with you this morning. I have missed talking to you. So please don't stop asking me questions, um, on my site. Love chatting with you on Instagram. For those of you who've noticed that my Instagram is, low it's because i'm snapchatting like crazy so if you're on snapchat i'm my leak on snapchat and if you're on snapchat holler at me bye